Hi, I'm Samantha Varner, and this is the She Needs Grit podcast, the show where I dig into how to prioritize profit in your business and build an empire using grit and strategy and doing it in a simple, no BS kind of way. Let's get started. It's Sam Barner, your host of She Needs Grit, and I am here because we are going to do goal setting. Now, that might seem like a lot of homework and a little bit boring. So let's get started today. This is going to be the first part in our series all about goal setting. And the first thing we're going to talk about is really important, but it's not the fun part yet. It's not that list of new goals, okay? What it is, is I want you to reflect. Yep, it's the hard part. I want you to reflect backwards on what you've been doing with your time. And we're going to start by just auditing our time, not anything else, okay? I believe as a coach that the best thing I can do for my clients is to help them evaluate Go back and assess what are they doing with their time? Is it productive? Is it creating the results that they're looking for? Is it honest when they say they've been spending six hours a day working on their business or two hours a day or one hour a day? There's not an amount of work time I'm looking for per client, okay? I'm not expecting like you have to do it full time and it has to look like this and that will generate the results. I actually believe that you can create whatever results you want to create in whatever time you want to create them in. Yeah, I know. Mind-blowing, right? But it's true. If you are dedicated and really, really aware of how you spend your time and are you spending your time on the things that create the best results, you will be able to achieve your goals in whatever time frame you decide to give it. So here's how I suggest you do this. I want you to audit your time. I want you to really, really reflect and think about what have you spent your time doing this year? Go back through your calendar. How many people have you actually spoken to about your business? How many networking events have you gone to? How many speaking opportunities have you had? How many times have you gone live on social media? How many things have created business for you? Right? And that might look different for everybody. But I want you to go back and evaluate. And I want you to take a very, very honest, hard look at those numbers. Because we often will tell ourselves that we are working way more than we are actually working. We might be sitting at a desk. We might be a wee bit distracted. We might be down the social media hole. All of those things can happen. And it's fine, right? It is fine. It is what it is. An audit the blissful part of an audit, you guys, of any kind, is that it is merely data. It is in the past. It is unchangeable. We are just looking to see what it looks like right now. We do not need to judge ourselves on whether or not we did it right or whether it could have been better or we should have done more. When those thoughts creep into your mind, I want you to completely dismiss them. It doesn't matter. We are just looking for the facts. We are just looking for the information. So you've scrolled through, and this takes a little time, okay? I go back through my daytimer. I go back through daytimer. Wow, that's a really oldie statement. Go back through my paper planner. 
I go back through my Google calendar. I really look at what I spent my time doing and be really honest about whether or not, yes, my sheet over there says I'm supposed to engage with social media for 20 minutes before my posts go out every single day. Did I do that this year? No, I did not. I did not. Am I good at doing that? No, I am not. Sorry, guys. The coach doesn't always do it right either. But what I know is that I have created results this year and what I am mining for in this data of how I've spent my time is where has my time been the most productive? Where has my time actually generated financial results? You all know I am a profit coach and I so deeply believe that in order to have a business, you need to have revenue. You need to have profit. And we need to mine the data to determine how best we create that profit, either to replicate the results for next year or to better them. And I'm always for bettering them. So you sit down, you go through all of that. I want you to go through and say, okay, in this month, I did this amount of actions, whatever they are. And in the following three months after that, I got five clients. Okay, so let's go back. When did you meet those people? Where did you meet those people? Was it because you were on a podcast and they found you? Was it because you actually were active for a period of time in Instagram? Was it because you were out networking and people called you or did you call them? How did you approach them? What did you do? Did you have an offer that got more people in front of you? Did you have a referral partner that was fantastic about sharing people in their world that would be a great fit for you? And were they right? All of those pieces of information are so valuable. Because then what you can do is when we get to the end of this series and we talk about goal setting, you can set your goals based around fact based around the data you've created, not based around some pie in the sky theory of if I get on Instagram and I do 20 minutes of engagement beforehand, I'm going to get great results. Okay. So the first thing you want to do is audit your time. So you've looked at all the things that you've done in the past and what has led to business. That's really important. Then I want you to audit what the time you spend externally to your business is. So maybe you're somebody who wants to be working out consistently. Maybe you are somebody who does work out consistently. And you know that five days a week, in the middle of the day, you're going to go for a walk with your dog. That is an important part of your time. So that hour or whatever it looks like for you gets eliminated from the, it has no other job. It has the job of doing that activity. But I want to push you guys to really see what time constraints do you have from all of the external factors in your life. So now we've audited what we've done. We've really, really deeply evaluated what actions we spent time on and which ones of those actions to the best of our ability created revenue. Then we're looking at how much time is already kind of eliminated right off the calendar, right? It's booked up from other massive level priorities in our lives, not our business just our lives. So we're just talking about our personal time. I want you to build that into your life. I want you to build that into your goals. I do not want anyone to email me and say, my goal 
when I did my time audit was that I need to work 55 hours a week in order to do my business. You can choose if you want to do that, but I'm going to push really hard if we have a conversation about the fact that it is not necessary to do that. And if it is not the life that you're trying to build for yourself, then let me help you work through how to get rid of some of that stuff or feeling the obligation of that stuff. I want you to really go through and do a time audit. Focus on your time. At the end of things, you should know what actions were creating income for you, how much time they were taking. The second thing we get to do is we are going to audit our money in our business. I know. Are you all cheering? (laughs) I know you're not cheering. Okay. So how do I want to address this best? I'm going to start gently. If me saying you're going to audit your money in your business made you think something like, oh shit, I don't know what the money is in my business. I don't know how much I spent this year. I actually don't know how much I earned this year. I have no way of tracking this. I'm sure I'm supposed to do that. Maybe it's QuickBooks or something. If that is the story that's going in your head right now, take a deep breath. It is okay. You are not the first business owner who does a crap job of managing the money. You're probably not going to be the last, but I'm working really hard on making the number of business owners that are doing that smaller. So let's start at the beginning, okay? I want you to go back and evaluate how much money did you earn this year? I want you to open a Google Sheet Or I want you to open Excel, whichever you have, but you certainly have access to either one of those. I want you to write down all the months of the year, cross the top. I want you to write down the side, client names as you come up with them, okay? And if it means you have to go back to your bank account or back to your PayPal or back to your Stripe account, and look at each month what revenue was generated by which clients, then that's what you're going to do. Then the next piece of that is new sheet. Now we're going to talk about how much we spent. So again, if you are using a business credit card or a business bank account, then you can pull up those statements and month to month, I want you to come up with what are you spending? Certain things are going to be the same, guys. This feels more intimidating than it is you know that you're going to go through there and you're going to see like line item, Zoom account, 15 bucks every month. Okay, easy peasy. There you go, pop it in under every month. You know you're going to spend on your hosting of your website. You know you're going to be like, oh yeah, I bought business cards twice. Whatever it is, it's okay. It's also okay if you track this really well already. That's great. If you do that, that's phenomenal. If you don't do that, then let's just start. Part of being a CEO of your business is to do the hard stuff. And if this is a thing that has caused you grief in the past, I want to just say to you, it is okay. And you are 100% capable of doing this. Okay, so now you've gone through and you've assessed and it's taking you a little bit of time, but you have all of your expenses and you have all of the revenue generated and you know who generated it. Now you can see which clients are the clients that are generating you the most revenue? And in some businesses, you're going to have clients that you're like, wow, that person buys from me over and over and over and over again. In some businesses, you're going to see, oh, well, that person came to me because of, let's call them Bob. Bob sent me this person and this person and this person and this person. 
that's really important information to know. We need to spend some time with Bob, right? We need to say thank you for all of the business that they have passed to your direction. So by taking the time to go through the very, very basics of the money, money in, who gave it to you? Money out, where did it go? How much did you earn? How much did you spend? You can now start to evaluate who is super useful in your business. You may have one client in there that's paid you $250, but has been dreadful to work for, has been so difficult, has taken up so much time. Because remember, before this, we did that time assessment. And if you're starting to see that client A is generating very little revenue, but is taking up an exorbitant amount of your time, then it is time for you as the CEO to decide, is that worth it? Are there boundaries here that I can maintain in my business to protect myself from this? Or do I need to cut the client off? So that's it. How much money have you made? How much money have you spent? And do you think there's any changes to be made within either of those categories? I hope this very simple money tracking activity has helped you feel like you are capable of doing that. You are the CEO of a business. You are a badass CEO. And now you're getting a handle on things. Let's talk about the relationship between time and money and why it is so, so important to know what activities take what amount of time in your business, what things are costing you money and what things are generating you money and how to build it all together into a bit of a snowball that creates for you the best use of your time in terms of creating dollars into your business. Before we get started in the like practicalities of things, I want you to just think about the concept that any result in your business, any monetary result in your business is possible regardless of the amount of time you have to dedicate. I often find that entrepreneurs will stumble around, I don't have enough time. I can't get enough done. I need to spend more time doing X, Y, or Z in order to get there in my business. I can't generate the revenue I want because I don't have time. Now, entrepreneurs have all sorts of reasons why they say that, right? But a lot of it is kind of this concept of time scarcity. The idea that I need to be used to, right? If you lived in a corporate world before this or a job, just a regular job, you know that it was like a time for money transaction. I'm there for eight hours. I get paid $10 an hour. I make $80. That's it. We're very used to that. And we're used to, most importantly, I think here, we're used to the limits that that feels like. I only get paid as much as the hours I put in. I can't get any more. And that there's a limit to how much money I could make per hour. That's all bullshit. Yep, just bullshit. It is a constraint with which we can dismiss that constraint. We can decide that you can make the results you want to make working five hours a week in your business or 10 hours a week in your business. Now, does that mean you need to be very, very diligent with your time and not get sucked down the social media rabbit hole? It 100% does, right? There's no time for distractions. If you're going to eliminate those hours, then that's going to mean you need to be focused on your time. So I want you to start thinking about your business, not from a period of, I don't have enough time to get these things done, but instead from, I am working in the time I have and the time I have is exactly enough to get these things done. We can become 
faster and more efficient at the things in our business if we are motivated to do so. And for me, I am motivated to be able to participate in my kids' after-school extracurricular activities, so I wrap my business stuff up. I just do, because it's important to me. Also because I'm the chauffeur, so that's important too. But I could say to the kids, I still need to work. Sorry, I guess we can't go to soccer today, or I guess we have to skip jujitsu. They're not going to be happy, but they don't have a choice. But instead, I make the decision that my day wraps up so that I can find the time to do that. So we now know how much time it takes us to make money based on how long, when we did our time audit, how long it's taking us to find a client, what clients are generating us income, where are we going to find clients, right? We've taken a look. Are we networking? Are we online? Are we on Instagram? Are we selling at trade shows? What are we doing, right? Everybody's answer to that is going to be different. Then we're taking a look at how much does it cost me to run my business? That's the expense portion of the money audit that we did. So how much money am I making and how much of it is going to expenses? So now you've evaluated your expenses, you've evaluated your income, you've evaluated where you're coming from, where your money is coming from. Now we're going to double down on how do we create our goals? What is the potential with the actions that we already know to generate revenue? What do we need to do and how frequently do we need to do it to create that big number of annual revenue you want to hit? That's it. So I'm going to say that again, just so that you can really pay attention. So we now know how much time and what activities it takes to generate revenue from what we've done in the past. We know how much revenue we've created by that number of hours of activity. And we know how much it costs us to keep the lights on. So if you want to make the same amount of money as last year, I want you to duplicate the efforts you put in last year. If you want to double up what your income was for last year, then I want you to look very seriously at the calendar, very seriously at what activities create your revenue, and double them. That's it. It's not an exact science, right? Each one of you has a different business. And as you're sitting here listening to this, you're probably thinking, yeah, but wait, that doesn't really work. Or how would I do that? Part of it is learning how to be more efficient at each stage, right? So If you are doing in-person networking events and every time that you spend an hour at an in-person networking event, you create a client. Let's just make it really simple, okay? Then you want to create 10 clients a month. So then by that math, you need to go to 10 hours worth of networking events because you know each hour generates you one client. I need 10 hours of networking. I'm going to find 10 hours of networking. I'm going to go and I shall generate 10 clients. or You say, I only have five hours for networking, which means I need to get better at it, right? I need to figure out how to get faster and more likely that I get two clients per hour of networking because I only have five hours available. These are all things that are available to you. You can get better. You can get faster. You can get more confident in your conversations. Your closing ratio can get better, but it takes concerted effort to know where do you need to get help? Where do you need help in that process? What is the part that you need to make faster or more efficient or you need to be more confident in? So let's just recap. You need to audit your time. 
you need to evaluate what things you spent time on that generated revenue and how did that actually look. Then you need to audit your money. Where did your revenue come from? What clients? How frequently? Was it repeat clients or brand new clients every single time? That's going to be different for all of you. Then I want you to assess how much time is already allocated in your life to other things that are super valuable. Take that off the table. Okay, so now I have X amount of hours left. I know how much revenue, I know how much expenses I have, and I have my new goal number. So I hope that that inspires you to take action and look at your goals from a different perspective, from maybe a perspective that is a little bit more work. It's a little harder. It's a little like, don't just throw a pie in the sky number at the table and call it a goal. It's too hard. It's too hard to hit that goal when you don't even know if it's realistic. And you certainly don't have the structure in place in order to support you hitting that goal. Take the time to audit all of these things monthly moving forward. Be willing to have the hard conversations. Is that client worth it? Am I spending as much time as I said I was going to? Are my results a direct reflection of something has changed in my market or I am not working the way that I thought I'd need to? If you audit every month, you can pivot as you need to. You can get help where you need to. You can improve those results. If you wait till the end of the year, it's too late. So again, I strongly, strongly suggest you go through this action. If you get stumbly at any one of these steps, please send me an email. You don't have to work 75 hours to generate that revenue you're looking for. I promise. And I can help you if you're ready to get some coaching on getting those things faster and more efficient and how to design your life the way that you want. I am sitting here in this podcast booth and thinking over some of the conversations I've had in the last little while. I've been doing a lot of public speaking and a lot of getting in front of audiences and having some feedback around that when they ask me, Things like, well, no, I need to have my phone on me all the time. I need to be connected. I need to be available. I won't get clients if I'm not available and answering the phone at all times or checking my email or whatever that means to you. And I've gotten really confident in my answer, which is that's bullshit. It's bullshit. You decided to be an entrepreneur, which means you decided to build a business from the ground up. And that can look however you want it to look. So let's talk about some of the things that are required to build your dream life. And I think one of the first things you need to think about is that it requires you to not start with the business. It requires you to go deeply into the values that you hold dear in your life as a human being. So not as a business owner, not as a mom, not as a wife, not as any of those other titles you might have in your life, but instead as a human being. What do you value? What is most important to you? What lights you up and makes you feel like you're thriving in your life at any given time? And from there, once you determine what those things are, what are the most important things? I am sure that at this point, everybody has heard the concept of You have a vase or a vase, depending on how you say it. And if you have gravel and water and little pebbles and big rocks, 
and you try to get them all in there, if you put in the smallest things first and then try and pile in the big rocks, it won't fit. But if you put in the big rocks first and then the pebbles and then the gravel and then the water, it can all fit. But you need to decide on the big rocks. Now, that's not a concept that's coming from me. But what I think we somehow get lost in is building our businesses, building our lives. We get distracted by all the little pebbles and the water and try and jam it all in without considering are we actually focusing on the big things. So I know that I had the absolute pleasure of going through an experience with a coaching friend that I knew, and she walked me through my values exercise. So this was years ago now, but what it was was really taking a number of different words, right? A whole deck of cards almost of words that were associated with values and determining what those were for me. And everybody, as she said, everybody's deck looks different. Everybody's values are different and come in different priority order. But what happens is we sometimes get into that stage where we muddle through life and we don't actually evaluate A, what our values are, B, are we living to those values the way that we want to? And if we are not, how can we make that change? And I think that in order to build the life that you want to live, right, the life that you're proud of, the life that excites you, and therefore the business that excites you, you need to know what are those big rocks. And from there, I think what you do next is you work towards figuring out if those things are my most important things then how do I make sure my life is designed to support that? And now is the time to assess and reevaluate and determine what parts of our life do we love? What parts of our life do we not love? What parts of our life would we love if they looked differently? And to create that for ourselves. So you do that for the big picture. You do that for the big rocks. And then... The way that I help my clients and the way that I recommend you think about your business is that it gets to fit in there, but the development of how you do things in your business, that gets created as a little rock. How much time are you going to spend doing a certain activity? How much time do you want to devote to family time over business time in a day? How many hours are you willing to be available on the phone or email or text for your clients. You can build it however you want. And to be very honest, people respect those boundaries. They might not like it at the beginning, right? You are going to have some pushback. But you can say, I don't work on the weekend. I will respond within 24 hours. If you spend time and be attentive to this, it will have massive benefit in your life. You will achieve more of what you're trying to achieve in a shorter time frame because you are focused on the reasons why. Doing things because that is your value, doing these things because you are deeply driven to do it as a passion means you focus and you pay attention to the reasons you're doing it, your why, and it gets it done better. So I know this podcast today was a little ranty and a little bit, hopefully a little bit of thought provoking. But I was thinking about that today and I wanted to share it with you guys knowing that we're in that place, right? So if your list of 
values or your list of the three items that you find most valuable and you're most grateful for, if you feel like they may also be on that neglected list or the take for granted list, I want you to think about that. And know that the joy, the absolute joy of being an entrepreneur and your own boss is that you get to reassess things. So if that means you wake up tomorrow morning and you say, okay, I'm doing this differently. My priorities did get a little distracted. I'm going to refocus myself. You're in control. You get to do that. You get to do that right now. And you get to do it every single time you need a little redirection. So I look forward to hearing from you. Reach out to me email me, tell me what are the things that you're working on? What are the values you're working on? Are you having trouble in this area? Let me know. I look forward to the conversation. Thanks for listening today. If today's topic is one you know you struggle with, I invite you to book a free profit call with me and share your struggles your goals, and together we can decide how coaching with me could be the way to shift you into a profit maker. The best way to book this call is either go to Instagram at Samantha N. Varner, that's S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A-N-V-A-R-N-E-R, or go to https colon backslash backslash bit.ly backslash free profit call and book your call today and let's get you moving towards being a profit maker in your business. Thanks again for joining me, Samantha Varner, in this episode of She Needs Grit. Let's talk shop again soon. If you like this episode, hit follow, share with a friend, and leave me a five-star review in your podcast app. Every review means other gritty women, just like you, find the show and grow their profitable business today. I invite you to connect with me on Instagram at Samantha N. Varner, or just pop over to my site at shecollective.biz. And that's dot biz with a Z or a Z if you happen to be in Canada. I'll be back next week with more so you can create confidence, clients, and cash in your business with simple strategy and none of the drama.